Um, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what's your comic about? Uh, uh, my comic is like uh, a science fiction superhero with elements of horror story, 12 issues split in three arcs of four. And the first four have already come out. And I'm working on the third book of the second arc now. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite uh, like genre to do? My favorite uh, genre, mm, I would say, again, exactly the genre that I'm doing for this story: yeah. superhero and horror. You know, because I like, um, you know, some violence, some good violence there, intensity, but also I like inner monologues, some more calm scenes, some blood here and there. It depends. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I I have mostly superhero, but um, there's a there's like a horror comic here and there and stuff because that's like one of my favorite like genres in movies is horror, um, and we just came out with uh, a horror anthology which um, yeah the I chronicles got, of horror right yeah yeah and uh, I did nothing besides publish it. Uh, <laughs> But the second issue that's coming out next year, um, we're actually like figuring out uh, Kickstarter guidelines and stuff for us, for like uh, the people that are involved, because this last time was kind of, um, it was a lot on this one guy that was part of the project. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know if you've ever ran a Kickstarter, but it, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done this before, but when uh, I'm going to do it, uh, it will be with the help of the publisher who have run uh, campaigns before on that platform. And, uh, you know, with your permission, at some point, if you, would, if you don't mind, I would like to talk a little more about the series and the publisher, just to, you know, whenever I have the opportunity, I talk about a little both. It's oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, for people that have, like, questions about, like, publishing or whatever on our um, platform. It's not really publishing. It's more like just us hosting the comic. Um, mm -hmm. That's going to be, I think, mm, tomorrow. <laughs> I have to look at the schedule. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure the people of, of the publisher, they, ho they host my book, they know more about it. I, I know a few things that from the, you know, what they have told me only, but I can say whatever I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, like, when people ask, are you a publisher or whatever, and I'm just like, well, kind of, but <laughs> we just host the people's comics, and then we promote them basically for free, but we're going to have, like, way more stuff on the website uh, later. Yeah. Next year is, like, a whole, like, promoting the platform. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of are we're doing it at the end of this year, and um, our, like, this, like, event is wrapping up our, like, 2020 and hopefully next year is not as shitty as this year. Um, <laughs> it, it is pretty challenging, yeah. Yeah, um, because uh, we're doing this uh, thing in December called Disappear December, and that's what we did last year. So we, we did, like, disappear from social media. Like, me personally, I'll still be on, but, like, I'm not going to be, like, posting anything, like, Sierra Nova-related all of December. Um, so we have like our Black Friday event thing that's going on right now, uh, and um, whatever else. 
if you have any Black Friday stuff going on, or uh, we do, we do. You can link that wherever, and yeah, I can post that. Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can do that. Anything, anything you got for sale or whatever. Yeah. Man, how come you help all so many creators? How do you manage all that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I actually wrote like a spreadsheet of like all of the creators that are on our. Um, now it's easier because it's on the side of our, um, on the page on our website. It shows like everybody that's got comics on there, or almost everybody that has comics on there. Some people they have a account as a creator, but they just don't have their comic up yet. Mm. Um. And uh, he, uh, he um, there's a girl that she's uh, reformatting her comic, I think. And uh, there's a few others that are just getting ready to do it. And uh, yeah, I had a spreadsheet of that, of all those names. And I was like, I like promote 40 something people <laughs> and ourselves. So that's, yeah, yeah that's insane. <clears throat> So like when someone asks me to do one thing and I have to do like thirty nine other things, I'm like, oh, like just give me like five minutes. <laughs> Man, this virtual comic con, it looks like every hour you have one guest or you know on. It's like how do you, how can you handle this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, trying to find uh, guests not even just for this, for like our podcast is just <laughs> insane. <laughs> I like put out on Facebook, but sometimes Facebook like. Um, just doesn't show your stuff depending on the algorithm and stuff. So it's like, uh, hey, did you see my post? No, all right. Uh, because like it's, I'm asking for a guest or whatever on our podcast, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. so nobody's going to answer that. Oh, oh you just didn't see it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you have like a little elevator pitch for your comic, or is it sure. like? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. I'm trying with this interview to become better at it, but uh, you know, let me share a little the books how they look like. So this was uh, issue one, came out in 2018, and I basically, but my work there is from 2015, the most of it. So I, the point I mentioned this is with each book, uh, there is more improvement that the reader can notice, more change in the style and all that. And uh, here is uh, the second one. And uh, the title of the series is Stilk and Metal Team. And I know the first name uh, here sounds weird, but I will tell you how I got it. I will, I will ex explain that that's the fourth one. This is the first arc. Uh, it's 12 issue series split in three arcs of four issues. And now I have produced the first two books and I'm working on the third one. I'm basically the illustrator, the writer of my project. Uh, and I do the lettering too uh it, it's uh maybe it just feels like i can you know i want to do it all not because i think i can but uh first of all i ex i practice to be able to have each time a more decent image uh, but um you know to gather a team and then to try to communicate across uh, the internet and try to to make the project work it's not the most easy thing in the world, especially if you have to pay the other people, and there is already struggles uh, of different kind when you know about yourself already. So 
uh, and, but I wanted to handle this because I love creating stories. I love uh, talking and writing stories, you know, and drawing. So the comics brings everything together. It's a beautiful uh, craft. And so that's why I guess I do everything here. Uh, so the series is called Silk and Mad Ultimate. It takes place in the end of the 21st century in a city called New Glory. And there we have uh, a young scientist, Annabel Darcel, who for some reason decides along with her younger partner, uh, boy genius Edwin Best, to combine science and occult practices. And the result is the manifestation of a humanoid creature, which for some reason, he, uh, she calls him Stilk. Uh, and uh, later on, a few months after they get to know each other, there is another sudden manifestation that takes place that a horde of demonic-like creatures emerge physically through her chest that they kill her instantly. And so the, the first book starts one year later after those events with Stilk having partnered up with a guy who is a cyborg. His name is Timothy Vince, and, but his nickname is Metal Team because of his cyber implants. And they both try under the leadership of Edwin's, the boy genius I mentioned earlier, uh, Edwin's father, Daryl Best, to find these creatures. That's the basic introduction. But as you go deep through the story, you see, um, you know, many levels, uh, you know, emerging its time, uh, no, unfolding its time. You have mysteries, plot twists, uh, allies, uh, unexpected uh, turns in the story, and of course, villains, you know. It has superhero action, it has um, supernatural, even spiritual elements, because, you know, I have read, uh, I have many interests in, in life, one of them is religions, philosophies, and all of this type of things that writers like Alan Moore and Neil Gaiman were some of my, you know, interests in the comic book scene. So all the various influences I have and the things I have learned throughout time, I try to show through this project, which by the way, is part of a universe that I create. So this is like the first title that, and if everything goes well, six more will follow and it will end there. This year That's goes. cool. Wow. Yeah. You have a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we have, without trying to talk about it all, um, we have our main story, which is the Seer Chronicles. And then that's like the main whole story that that would be that was a graphic novel and then i split it into like multiple stories um yeah so the first story arc is 12 issues and then uh, yeah i know from your website you <laughs> yeah. Said, yeah and then the second one um is gonna be shorter than that and then the third one is even shorter just because that's just how it's going to be and uh the sixth story i I decided that that's going to be like a graphic novel of itself. So <laughs> there's already like the first couple issues that are already like super long. Like our first issue that's being remastered is 46 pages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For American standards, that's a lot, but it, I like. I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I told, I said that to my artist yesterday. I was like, yeah, um, I know it's a lot of work. He's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Like that one and the second one, the second one is 30 pages. So mm -hmm. those two are long. And then the third issue is is going to get edited still. But that's right now like 30 something pages. And then the fourth and fifth issues are probably the shortest so far. 
and then it goes back into the sixth, which is like, I forgot how many pages that is. It, it's like a hundred pages or something, <laughs> some insane amount. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. But it seems it's worth it because I see already the, the covers of, of your books and the one that has stayed more in, in my memory is like uh, the first issue of Sir Chronicles because it, it's, it's awesome. It has some kind of cool 90s vibe, you know. And uh, if I remember well, it's a firefighter who gains superpowers through some kind of lab accident. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's amazing. It reminds me of some cool titles of, you know, in the late 90s, especially from Image and Event Comics. I don't know if you know this publisher event. It was Joe Quesada's one. Oh, no. No. I was trying to think of something that was like, first I was just trying to make a story because I was like bored one day. That's like in our blog somewhere on our website. Yeah. Um, I was like just bored one day, like watching the show that's always has reruns. And um, I just like opened my laptop and I just started writing. And then it was going to be a story. It wasn't gonna be a comic book. And then I like kept writing and I was like, wow, this is like superhero. Like this is definitely, this could be a comic book. So I made that into a comic book, well, graphic novel, after my grandma's like, wow, it's, you got like 1,200 pages? I was like, yeah, I don't sleep. And she's like, oh, wow, that's a graphic novel. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry it, it will continue you know, doing great. It looks fantastic so far from what I have seen because I like searching about uh, indie creators out there, especially people who give other creators like myself an opportunity to speak about their work. So I have done a little much study on you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I see very awesome stuff and it's important uh, things, you know, to, to create, to inspire, to put our stuff out there. I think indie comics, uh, this is, you know, this is the time for them to shine more than before. Yeah, I like we've talked about it on our other podcast, um, Breakfast Talk, and like there's like an actual episode called Age of Indie. Yeah, J just because we think that's like what's happening now. It's like just the mainstream stuff is kind of like, yeah, it's just like retold stories over and over again. I think that's why I only have indie comics. I have, well, you know, besides I have like one Spider-Man arc. <laughs> That's somewhere in my apartment, but like, that's it. Like indie comics are definitely taking over, I think. Um, yeah, like, just like what Craig said right there. Um, they're, I just think they're like way more original. Like you've seen Spider-Man like over and over and over again. I love Spider-Man, but like you've seen it over and over and over again. Same with Batman. Um, we just talked about in the last broadcast uh, live stream that we just did was like origin stories and like how you don't really need them. Um, some people will probably think different, but indie comics, like, yes, you're like indie and like your idea might be kind of new and people are like, oh, well, I want to see the origin. Yeah. Well, you'll have to wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you build it up. It's, uh, let's have some mystery. Come on. We don't have to give everything from the first time away. You know? Yeah. Like, um, I, like if I didn't. Like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know it was a rule or anything. I just was like, oh, well, I'm going to tell, like, the origin of the firefighter dude. That's, I, I think people want to know that. But I guess, like, think coming in from a different angle, like, people probably wouldn't care if they didn't see that in the beginning. Like, you read it, so, like, that's up to, like, would you have rather 
see him die and then be reborn or would you just rather see him like start fighting or doing something else and then going back to it later yeah exactly exactly and uh i think i mean it, it is a challenge for the mainstream publishers you know to i i'm you know i was i always wonder like for how long you can keep going on with the same characters for how more many years you know and how you have to be all the time as original as you can be to try all the possible combinations of things yeah. and, and that's a huge challenge but you know i mean because it has lasted for so long people grow up with these characters and they love them so i guess that's the main factor why these things keep going on but the thing is how you handle it in the meantime as time goes on do you make it better or worse or mediocre i mean yeah yeah like like indie comics could be like what people actually grow up with now so like, maybe if I like if I have a kid one day and they're like, "What's Spider-Man?" Shh, shh, shh. you're gonna read this <laughs> instead. You're gonna read the Seer Chronicles instead. Oh, okay. What's that? Oh, it's a swear word. Don't mind that. <laughs> it's a pity though, because you know, movies, action figures, all the merchandise. It's a, it has a, its own history. So I don't think it can just go away like that. And yeah. I just hope it can be better. Yeah. Than, you know. Because we have examples that things could have been handled better, but they didn't, and that shows in sales. And then, you know, let's not go to what happens on Twitter. You know, that's another. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But um, since we talk about indie comics and indie publishers, can I say a few things about uh, the publisher that hosts my book? Oh, yeah. Well, um, you know, let's but before i go to that i say um i want to talk how I, I started submitting my work because you know guess what i'm not in america where basically i think the whole thing emerged from um uh america for me is like the land of comics i don't i know maybe i don't know how accurate is that but that's how it is in my mind for the most part and uh in greece where i come from uh we have also some comic books in too but it's not like as maybe as much appreciated as in the, our neighbor countries, France and Italy and Spain, for example. Uh, but uh, we try our best and we have many talented uh, people there. So I, I started using the internet, you know, um, and to, to submit to a number of English speaking publishers, America, England, Ireland, I don't know, like Scotland, whatever. <laughs> and it took me pretty much a year uh, to get a positive response because in the meantime I for the most part I wouldn't get any response other times I would get some very good feedback with advices and useful like um, information and they, some of them were kind enough to write me a long letter with many paragraphs it's like man at least at least they tried <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't ignore me here <laughs> so uh, the publisher is rising Sun comics uh, it is based in Los Angeles they started in 2008 through a, uh, from a guy called uh, Jamar um, Miller, and um, you know he um, he had this passion project uh, called Millerverse, and he would have all the non-licensed Hasbro properties in it, GI Joe, Action Man, and the like. And so uh around 2012 he pursued other interests and passed the mantle to the editor i'm talking with hawk sanders who has his own ip uh, armadillo justice like if you like ninja turtles this is that type of title really cool one and so this company uh has five imprints 
All right, the one is Rising Sun non-profit where they have these non-licensed properties coming forth. Uh, they don't make any profit from it, but whatever money they take is if people order the printed versions and the money are used for the cover of expenses and uh, whatever is left goes to the artist. But it's mostly volunteer work because you love to do this uh, projects. The second imprint is Rising Sun Comics US, PG-13 titles where my editor's book is there too. The other one where my book is, is Rising Sun Published uh, Studios. You can see the logo here. Uh, and uh, then is the New Zealand imprint Oceania in collaboration with Plant Studios and I work in three books right now with them. I am the illustrator there. The one is a, is a Com comical political strip. The other two are interconnected as uh, supernatural horror stories. So you will see much coming from my hand through these books. And then the last imprint is inactive, but it is called Rising Sun Japan. It is meant for manga stories. Cool. And basically the last um, eight years, they are an actual publisher and they, they you know, they have many great titles with lots of cool talent um and um you know i think as time goes by they become even more known and they become you know even greater they take uh, you know little by little their own place in the indie scene and i wish them the best they gave me this opportunity and i have learned a lot through them yeah that's awesome yeah um we're actually <clears throat> slowly publishing other people's stuff like you can add your stuff to our website after like uh like meeting with us and stuff like just a zoom chat or whatever um and then we just get to know the person and if they're like interested that we have like a form and then they fill it out um yeah and then right now i have to upload the comics on there just because that's the only way we can do it right now it's not like comiXology like you can upload your own comic but oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what I say multiple times is we actually care about you, unlike Comicsology. So, like, if that's a jab to them, I, I really don't care. Uh, <laughs> um, we actually promote the stuff for free. Um, you could. Um, we're actually starting to do like Facebook ads, like starting next year. So, if mm -hmm. people have like a trailer or something, which some people already do, which I'm going to be showing throughout this event. Um, they actually have comics that are already on there. Or they're actually coming. There's actually one that's I'm going to show at some point, and he has a manga comic that's actually he wants us to publish, which is wow. pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna show that, and that's the first time he's ever like made a trailer too. And I was like, oh, and it looks pretty awesome for like you know first trailer ever. Um, I'm not like the best at video editing right now, and I'm like, wow, that that's pretty cool. Um, so he said, I forget how long his story is, but like it, it's going to go for a while and, um, the art looks amazing. And, uh, yeah, so it's that guy. And then there's actually another guy that's also wants to, us to publish him and he's also a manga. So I was like, oh, oh. okay, I guess we're going to publish manga. Um, and, uh, then we have our own stuff, obviously like ink and whatever else. Oh yeah. Have you read ink? Not yet, but no. I know that the guy, that the protagonist, after he receives it, he has uh, supernatural experiences. You know. Yeah, yeah. 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 We uh, might. Um, we not. We're not going to remaster the first issue. Um, if like 
Adam, the artist, is watching this. <laughs> I don't want him to like get worried. Uh, we're not going to remaster it. I think it's just like a little ed- like a editing of like lettering because there's like a- the word Japan is in there, but like our universe, our world isn't Earth. It's a different planet. Okay. Um, so we don't have a Japan. We have a thing like Japan, and mm. like there's a thing like Greece, and there's a thing like you know Paris right. and whatever else. But, All right. Yeah. Actually, um, the original, oh, that's like a thing, like a fun fact, um, for Scales, the comic that's coming out uh, mm-hmm. now next year, um, the original location for their vacation was actually Greece. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But I don't know why I picked Greece of all places. I, I never went there. But um, I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. So they originally we're gonna go to greece but now it's like some other place i don't even think they really mention it but it's like greece um so yeah you know that and like the 14 other people that are watching know that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean i see even more creators even current projects that they uh, you know they uh, get out that they are inspired from ancient greek uh, history or mythology so i guess greece is a it's a real good uh, inspiration source for stories. I, yeah, I, I always liked the mythology type stuff too in like school, like um, the o- Odyssey and stuff like yeah. that. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, we like later down the road, we have a comic that's um, it's kind of mythology, but not really. Um, there's like these three heroes, and they're like the original superheroes, but like hopefully nobody takes that idea. Well, if they do, then I guess it's a good enough idea. Um, and that's like what kind of starts everything in our whole universe. It starts back in like the 1500s or something. And, uh, I actually just made a timeline for all of that, uh, like a week or two ago at at work because I don't do anything at work. I just watch YouTube. So I, (laughs) so I just did that and write. Um, so yeah. Um, So basically you build your own Marvel cinematic universe with, yeah whole complicated storyline like okay. yeah so I, I had to figure out when i was making the timeline it actually helps because i was like so when am i gonna put this story and then like the original thing thought that i had when i was like re- starting to release comics is like oh this artist has to only work for me but, like no they're like busy doing like seven other things um because i was like oh well this story has to come out at this year but not really because like the timeline of the comic could just be that year it doesn't have to be the exact year that's in like reality but that's what i thought when i first was starting i was like oh this story starts in 2021 so that means it has to be released that year like oh i don't have a million dollars i can't do all of that <laughs> uh, but um remind me because uh, i didn't mention this for the rising sun either uh like do you pu- publish the books only printed uh, form or also as in, in electronic uh, versions like um, CBR? so i was trying to have a subscriber count on here to try to count how many subscribers we like get if we get any on our website while we're doing this we have 91 and um i'm trying to at least get to 100 by the end of the year if that's possible oh it is <laughs> and uh, and um, if we get to 100, we're unlocking the enhanced subscription. So like the page subscription, if people want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing right now extra on there that's like you have to pay for. The, com- the comics are free. The music that you can listen to on there is free. And uh, our podcasts are free. But 
the paid subscription next year is actually going to be like a couple of cool things that we're going to be talking about later, like tomorrow. Yeah, that's when we get interviewed by the person. So um, it's going to be kind of like Patreon-esque, but mm -hmm. just on our website. We're not going to use Patreon because we don't want to take a percentage away from us. <laughs> and we're also going to like, we're trying it out for us first to see if it works. And the other people on that platform that's a creator can also use that. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, we're building that. We're building that part out in December, um, okay. Dylan and I, and I think one other guy, but we're not gonna release it until next year. Next year is all the platform and our video game because our video game is also connected wow. with our comics. Wow. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> and it sounds awesome. I hope everything will come to be as you want it. And uh, yeah, so, well, we, the guys, uh, the publishing house there, they, they they have partnership with Amazon Drive through Comics, Indie Planet, Comixology, and so their bo the books, our books, are all available also in, in, in as ebooks. But uh, you can also or people can also order directly from their publisher's website if they want. Yeah. But that's how they play the game. There. Yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, but um, you know, that's what I wanted to ask you too. Like, um, yeah, I forgot I to even mention the. I was trying to like answer your question and I completely like just start talking about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, the question yeah. I had is like how challenging it is to be uh, the head of an indie publishing company those in these days. I'm asking you because I think that's pretty much what you, you do, right? Yeah, so, so we host the comics digitally on our website and yeah. uh, obviously they're free to read, but like I would like everybody to read each comic on there like fully because that mm -hmm. gives like profit to the people but like to each creator that's on there but not until we get our like subscription open so like when we make money on that that's how they make their money that's that's how it works because like i was actually paying out of my own paycheck um the beginning of this year and uh last year kind of last year yes and um then I was like, well, I can't really afford that because I'm trying to pay like my artists to, you know, make my comics, my stuff out of my paycheck. So like, that's just taking more money away from me. Um, so Dylan's like, yeah, just stop paying out of your own paycheck <laughs> to the people, and just uh, wait for us to get subscriptions. So I was like, oh, okay. 